I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first live interview of this series. I am going to be talking with multiple entrepreneurs and business owners over the next about a week, maybe longer if you guys are enjoying it and if we still need to be talking about it in a week's time. But we are going to talk with entrepreneurs and business owners that have been their businesses are have either been affected by what's going on with coronavirus or like shutdowns or um, just job losses in general. And then entrepreneurs that are actually changing what they're doing. They're adapting their businesses and providing um, solutions to what people's problems are and what they're going through today. So welcome, welcome to the first one of this series. And we are going to be talking to a lot of different people over the next several days and ongoing. So real quick, we are using StreamYard. I've never used StreamYard before. So if you want us to be able to see your comments, I think you have to click something um, to allow us to see your comments. Otherwise, I will try to monitor my Facebook feed also. And okay, so let's just get into it. So with me, you see that I have Dr. D. Fongod, and she is um, going to tell us what she actually does, what her job is, what her business is, and we're going to just go from there. So welcome, Dr. Thank e. you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that you were willing to come on here with me today um, because we were talking and you uh, have your business has been affected by what's going on and you are taking steps to to change what you are doing, but also still being able to be able to serve your clients and your patients. So but before we get into that, like, let's get to know uh, who you are and like what you do. So what is your business? So um, so I'm an internal medicine physician and I actually have two businesses. So I have a medical spa. So I provide services to women, helping them with, um, you know, anti-aging treatments. And I also have a cash-based medical practice where I serve patients who don't have insurance or who are unin uh, who are underinsured. So they have insurance, but you know, they have high um, deductibles, things like that. So they pay cash for services, for medical services. Um, and I've had the med spa longer than I, I've, well, I've had it running for longer and I was still trying to figure out this cash business because it's new to bring it on the medical platform. So, um, so I have a med spa and due to this virus, it's not essential medical work. So guess what? I had to shut it down. Um, and I put my blood, sweat, and tears into it, and it's closed. Um, I ended up having to lay off some people, you know, really devastating. But I said, 
how do I survive in this time? You know, I have a few medical patients who usually communicate with me via phone. If they need something, they'll just call me or text me. Um, and you know, if you're watching the news, everyone's talking about call your provider. Well, there's some things that you need to see a patient um, in order to be able to diagnose or get an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided, hey, why don't I add telemedicine as part of my practice? Now, typically telemedicine is um, is part of the insurance model. So having it with a cash-based model was a little bit tricky. Uh, but thankfully, the people I have my electronic medical records with, they copped on board and gave us video capabilities so that we could see patients. That's awesome. So you're still able to uh, see and serve your patients. Just now we're doing it in a different way. I actually had never even heard of telemedicine before all of this started happening and other people started talking about it. So um I'm actually interested in learning more about that. And I bet there's other people out there that might be watching that are also interested. Like if we did need to contact our doctor, but maybe things are to the point where we don't want to go in yes. to our doctor's offices, yeah. or maybe they're not even open or whatever is going on. So like, how does that work? Um, how are I, I'm kind of blown away that you're even, even able to do any sort of like care or diagnosis from, from just video. So um, just uh, so basically telemedicine is the practice of medicine between a patient and a doctor using a phone or or computer, Mm -hmm. not in person. Right. Um, So think of things that people go to urgent care for. Sometimes you don't necessarily need to be seen physically. We can get an idea of what's going on based on talking to you, based on your past medical history. Um, Let's say if you have skin conditions, you can send us pictures and we can kind of diagnose what the issue is through the phone or through video. So not every single medical condition requires you to go into urgent care. Um, If you need a medication refill, that's actually a lot of things that people call me for, which is really important because right now, if you run out of your medication, something bad could happen, you know? Um, So, you know, we just need to verify what your medications are, you know, make sure there's no contraindications and then prescribe it. So it's it's great for non-acute medical conditions or for example, anxiety right now is really high. Um, so sometimes people just want to call and talk to a provider or, you know, they have a, a, a sniffle, it's allergy season and everybody thinks maybe I have symptoms. So they just want some reassurance. That's yeah. what that's for. And that's really helpful for patients. Yeah, that's amazing. And I do you feel like because of what's happening and the adjustment that's being made by you and other um, practitioners all around the world, really, do you see this being an ongoing change? Do you see more doctors switching to telemedicine and, and just staying there and less absolutely necessary to see in person? So there are a few things to think about. So telemedicine, prior to all of this, um, was filling a void for rural medicine. So areas where there's like no doctor within 30 miles, right? Um, So it was filling that void. But with everything that has happened, what I think is going to end up happening is most doctors are going to have to include telemedicine as part of their services. And I think, frankly, as a business owner, that's actually going to be better for them. Because imagine people coming into the office for something that's really not that 
specific or not that urgent. If you can handle it on the phone, it's a quick note that leaves you with more people coming in for more acute issues. That's usually better. Um, you know, I have a practice, so the way I see it, I could take one day and just have teleconsults, right? Um, and that way, you know, it's not so stressful. I'm not driving to the office, but I'm still serving my patients. So I think that in the future, not just medicine, but every single business is going to have to figure out how to incorporate technology um, into their business to make, to help patients with, uh, not patients, but help their clients with their problems. Because most people are not going to want to go out for a while. So you oh, have yeah. to kind of repurpose your business and figure out how you can serve in this day and age. Absolutely. So it's kind of like you're getting a in the future, when you are able to like go back to your actual practice, your physical building, you can have like basically a hybrid of yeah. a uh, brick and mortar and a work from home because you can choose like on this day, I'm going to just stay at home and do it from home. Um, that's really, really cool. Yeah. I think that I, I think that that would take a lot of stress and pressure off of uh, doctors and other people in the medical field and like give them a little bit of like, cause I know that you guys work so hard yes. and long hours and it's every day because your patients are depending on you. But if you could take like a little bit of a, you know what, I'm just going to hang out at home and serve them from home. Like I can imagine how that would be like a little bit of a break for yeah, you. <laughs> absolutely. Cause you know, sometimes, you know, you need to change your environment and, you know, being at home is peaceful. You can probably think better. You could probably do more work. Um, so yeah, I think not just independent practices like myself, but other, um, hospital systems are going to definitely find a way to incorporate technology into the practice. Absolutely. That's so awesome. We did get a question in the comments from Christopher. He says, are you allowed to use online medical forms? He's asking for that. So right now, because of what's going on, we have been given permission to use a few things. So we can actually use Facebook, we can use Skype, FaceTime, and actually we can use, um, what's the other one? Zoom. So those are the four that right now we have permission to use. Um, I have mine built into my um, EMR, so it's not really a big deal, but you know, if I needed to, we can use those um, services, well, for now. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have backups too, as we all exactly. know. Like, we were on a streaming service today because Zoom hasn't been reliable because everyone's using Zoom. So yeah, it's yeah. great to have some some backups. Well, that's that's great. Um, so Dr. D, where do you see uh you like you're still in transition mode right now for your practice, right? Are yeah. you starting, are you seeing your patients through telemedicine at this time? So I don't have too many patients, thankfully. So, you know, before everything, I took care of all their medication refills. They know they can get a hold of me via phone. Um, but what ended up happening with this, you know, with COVID-19 is there's such a huge burden around the country. So well, they opened up our abilities to practice throughout the entire country. So I'm in Virginia right now, um, but I have been able to talk to patients in Florida, Maryland, Ohio, you know, so that has kind of opened up that um, arena for me. And I've been able to help patients that way, which is really cool. That's wonderful. I was actually, that was going to be my next question is like, where are you able to now serve your patients? That's, that's really awesome to hear that they've, they've kind of lifted those restrictions a little yeah. bit and you're able to 
help in any way that you can. Yep. So with that said, if there's someone watching that is interested in contacting you or learning more about anything that you've talked about, what is the best way for them to contact you? So this is tricky because I'm still in the in the process of getting everything done. Um, but I have a website that's still a little finicky, but you can still get a hold of me that way. Um, it's called Delight Primary Care. Um, if you call the number on there, it's a Google voice number. It goes straight to my phone. Like I said, I'm still figuring this out. Um, or you can email me directly um, at delightedpc.com. Or you can any of my social media connects straight to me. Like I'm a millennial. I'm always on my phone. <laughs> so um, we'll get you tagged on your Facebook pro profile. We'll tag you onto this post so you guys can can get to her directly on Facebook too, if that's the easiest way, since you're already watching her on here. If you're if you're listening later, this interview is gonna go up on the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, we'll put links to um, her website and, and profile all in the show notes as well. You can get to her that way. Um, Dr. D, is there anything else that you feel is like important for people to know right now that you'd like to share? Yeah, um, absolutely. So um, I know a lot of your listeners are entrepreneurs, and I know the pain that a lot of you are going through. So I just want to encourage you guys to not give up and, you know, try to find opportunities, uh, like Susan said, in in dire situations. There's always a need out there. There's always a way to pivot your business. Um, and also to the healthcare workers who are on the front lines doing what they're doing, like doctors, nurses, police officers, cashiers at grocery stores, just a thank you for what you're doing. And um, if you're an entrepreneur who's helping those people, please continue to help them because they're going to need help with their businesses. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this kind of quick interview, but I know you're probably busy and um, everyone else is pretty, pretty busy keeping their businesses afloat right now too. So I appreciate you taking time and coming on and talking with us today and giving us a little insight into what is happening in the medical industry and how uh, doctors are able to adapt right now. So I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, everyone. Um, later today in about two and a half hours, I think, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time, I will have someone else joining me for an interview. It'll be the second one of the day. The um, Scott Davidson, I, I posted about him yesterday. He's rescheduled to tomorrow. So look for uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. I have Cody Jefferson joining me. And a lot of you probably know Cody already. He's going to come on and just give us uh, some help with we might some of us might be feeling a little bit in the dumps right now. <laughs> and Cody is really, really awesome for for helping with that stuff. So we're going to talk with Cody, he's going to give us um, some motivation to keep things going and maybe give us a little bit of tips on how we can adapt our own businesses. So look for that live coming up later today. Dr. D, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll talk to everyone soon. Thank you again. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. And are you an entrepreneur that primarily works with other entrepreneurs and you're tired of the grind of finding your clients one by one? Do you wish you could stop chasing your leads and have them come to you? Do you hate getting on sales calls to keep your business afloat? If you answered yes, then launching a webinar and selling to the many instead of just the one might be your next step. And I want to invite you to my free Facebook community called Imperfect Entrepreneurs, Launch Your Webinar, Grow Your Tribe. 
where we talk about marketing strategies and dive into actionable training that will help you reach your goal of growing a community of loyal fans and how to turn your service into a product that you can sell to the many. Just visit imperfectentrepreneurs.com, answer the questions, and we'll see you in there.